You're listening to the Love is Black podcast. Where the host of fly. The love is dope. And the conversation's always 100. Hello and welcome back to another rousing edition of the Love is Black podcast. I'm Carice. I'm Harvey. And we're the Laguerres. Yay! <laughs> well, I am excited to talk about our topic this week. I think it's really interesting, um, especially given that, you know, there's a lot of experience that goes into a lot of these things. And I think it's extra relatable, whether you're in a relationship, not in a relationship, um, want to be in a relationship or never want to see anybody ever again. You'd like to just be by yourself forever. You know, we're down with you listening. However, no matter where you are in the life cycle of love and relationships, we all have friends. Friends, hard to find friends, yours and mine, talking about those friends. Wow. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Let's let's just ignore that. All right. So. <laughs> Don't be mad you understand that reference. It's cool. Go ahead. Let's hop right in. I would love to know what you think is the appropriate time frame to introduce somebody that you start dating to your friends. Like when should they really get to see the real you? I don't know. I don't think there's a, a, a just a specific number. I really feel like it depends on the situation. It depends on how you feel. Like you'd be dating somebody like that first week. You like you connect. Like oh yeah, you. I, I need to introduce you to the crew. Or or maybe it's like you know we just started. It's going to take a little while. I feel like it depends on that person. For me, I haven't you know. There haven't been a lot of women that I have brought to friends to me or family to me or anything. It's just I'm pretty guarded. At least I know I was pretty guarded with relationships. So it took a lot. So if I introduced a girl to friends or whatever, you knew there was something there. So it wasn't just some, you know, willy nitty stuff. So I, you know, I probably would take longer than most. So if you really, if you'd met somebody, you, you know, there was something there. At least that's how I did it. And for me, most of the people that I would have introduced, you know, a woman to is probably more family. I have a few friends, but like the closest people I'm with, you know, my cousins, you know, brother you know, and parents and stuff like that. So for me, it would have been introduced into cousins and such. So that took a while. And obviously with you, I feel like it took a while before you got introduced to them. But, you know, to who? Your friends? To my friends, no, my cousins. I mean, you. I mean, you met cousins first, right? I did meet cousins yeah, first, but yeah. like, I, I did not meet any of your friends until. Yeah, but that's because we just after I, we I, got married. Yeah, our whole relationship was just. It was just so fast. That's what it. It was just quick. Like these people literally didn't get a chance to meet you. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Clearly, wasn't any embarrassment or anything. It's just the way it worked out. I mean. You introduced me to one friend. So, I mean, me zero, you one. What wow. you want? Mm-hmm. I was a single mother of two children, okay? You don't get to be out there in the streets, you know, making a slew of friends while you're doing all that, okay? Wait, wait a minute. Isn't that actually what happened? 
you know, you were making a slew of friends. You no, know, you're a single woman out there on the streets. And a you single made, mother out and there? You became, Go ahead. And you became a single mother because you were out there making friends. and stuff. Excuse you? you? Yeah. I became a single mother because I was out I'm there making friends? If, what are you talking about? You weren't just all secluded in the house not talking to anybody. Definitely clearly, was. Clearly, so what happened? Immaculate conception? What are you talking about? You clearly met people. You had to be out in the world to meet people. You were okay. dating. You were a beautiful no. young woman in this world dating. And that's and how it happened. answer, okay? <laughs> I did Black People Meet, Match.com, and eHarmony.com. Um, you know, I had already had my two children. I mean, it was like my first legitimate relationship relationship, I guess, that I had my two children parented by. So don't try to make it seem like I was just, you know, it, it, it's not Carice be hoeing. It's definitely Harvey be hoeing. Oh, so it's not me. I'm not the issue. I was not out here, you oh, know, spreading it wide for all the world. Spreading it wide? Wasn't out what there doing that? any of that. Okay. Nobody said you'd be I know, hoeing. but you made it seem like I'm out here in these streets meeting all kinds of people. No. Oh I was God. a single mother of two children. Oh okay. God. I had a I had my second child when I was 21. Right. So I, I wasn't out and about. And then when I met people, it was either online dating or was um at work. Right. No one said you was hoping. Uh, you made it seem like I was out in the streets because that's legitimately what you said. We could roll back that tape. Okay. I don't, I don't make it seem anyway. All I'm saying is that you were just locked up. You weren't Rapunzel locked up in some tower not being able to meet anybody. You met people, whether it was on social media or you were out of the streets or not out of the street because that's the wrong uh -huh. term or you out see? in the world out in the world enjoying the world like a i was not woman. enjoying the world you I, I i don't i mean just at least meeting people you weren't secluded you met people it happened so it just happened that you met me at work yes and but the you, boyfriend before you at work and right. the boyfriend before him at work like it wasn't like so I was out here. So, I wasn't going out. I didn't have like a life like that. So I'm just so it's you weren't out on the streets. You were out at work. So essentially, yes, that's how you working met. to you, provide to provide. Yes, and as while, a single and mother, and while you were providing for your children because you were a single mother, you yes. were also looking to provide potential companionship for yourself. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. All right. All right. So cool. We so I wasn't able to make a ton of friends. This is where we were going with that. <laughs> Right. Somehow, <laughs> somehow, yes. You try to take my lack of friends into like ridiculous land. Whatever. Anyway, so I wasn't out there making a whole lot of friends. So you met like the one friend that really was like, mm -hmm. like the friend, the friend right. that I had had forever. Mm -hmm. It seems like I had known her since, you know, um, I guess the beginning of high school. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, I think I, if I'm right, I remember meeting her. I rem, and I guess you can correct me if not. It was it was Halloween. It was trick or treat. We were trick, oh, that's right. Remember? Yeah. So and hi, you know who you are. We won't say your name, but you know who you is. So that day, you were gonna take the kids out trick or treating, mm -hmm. and I came with you. And then we just kind of. It's I don't know how we did. We kind of got in the car. We kind of drive a little around a little bit. Eventually, we just kind of started walking. Mm -hmm. But you introduced me to her the first time there. So then we were just kind of hanging out and just walking around and everything, you know, seemed cool. It was like first time. But like the focus was really on the kids because it's Halloween and they're trick-or-treating. So we're kind of watching them. But right. 
it was the first time I got to meet somebody. I mean, obviously by then I'd met your parents, I'd met your brothers, mm-hmm. but that was the first friend that I met and we were out and everything seemed cool. You know, we just, so just off. to give the timeline, we had been, we dated for just a, a small amount mm-hmm. and then we kind of made it like official, mm-hmm. I guess, October 17th. Right. And then, so from October 17th, you met my friend, mm-hmm. the friend that I had at that point in time. You met the friend <laughs> right. just like two weeks later on the 31st. Right. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, I guess that would, yeah, I mean, that's it. The 17th, we were official. I mean, we were kind of, you know, we were in the early stages before the 17th, but then 17th were like, this is it, and went from there. So it was, our whole relationship was just really fast. Like it was fast forward the whole thing. We didn't take a lot of time with our steps. So, I mean, once we connected, we knew what we were. So everything went really fast with us, which says a lot because while I met one friend of yours, like you didn't meet any of my friends. Exactly. Which is in, so. What's and, the problem? Right. It's not a problem. The same reason I met one friend of yours, <laughs> just one, <laughs> is that with us. I mean, I had friends, but not a lot of them. I feel like what it was, and it's gonna get sound, sound all you know corny and such. But once we decided we were gonna be a thing, we really just, just really were deep with each other. We were just together all the time, mm-hmm. whether we were on the, whether we were at work. And not no by then because you weren't there. So whether I'm at work, you're at work. But when I'm not working, you're not working. We're talking. And if I'm going to work, I'm talk. We're talking. And you're coming home from work, and I'm coming from work. We're talking. We pretty much were inseparable. Pretty much once we decided we were a thing. Yeah. So there was there were almost wasn't time to see anybody else because we kind of got it was strange. We kind of got into like a old couple habit really quick. We were working and working and we were talking and we we're gonna eat and hang with the kids and then it was the whole time. It was interesting and I mean and I was fine. I was happy to be talking to you the whole day. We would come from work, talk about work, drive home, eat. I, I think I, we might have stopped if I went to the gym or something, but then they come back and even that slowed down a bit. Once we were super connected, I wasn't at the gym as much. And then we would just be on the phone at night until you fell asleep. And then we would, and that was how that night would end. And that was it. And then we would wake up and somebody would call the person in the morning. And then that's it. Driving into work. We just, I didn't have time to introduce you to any friends. You were the only person I was talking to. <laughs> we were each other's friend. We were each other's only <laughs> friend. I mean, I'm at work, so I'm talking to people. But pretty much, I'm just waiting for the day to end so I can talk to you again. And that's just how the days went. So it wasn't this concerted effort, this planned, oh, she don't need to meet any of my people. It wasn't that. It was just that I wasn't talking to anybody else either. So any friends that I had, I kind of just kind of pushed them to the side. I know. Doesn't that happen a lot, though? I feel like a lot of relationships sometimes, like, in you know, you may recall maybe from a friend or two that maybe this happened with. But when people get into a relationship, especially in the early parts of it, you get really consumed mm. by that particular relationship. Right. And suddenly you stop hearing from whatever friend you're like "Mm, i wonder what happened to so-and-so oh they're all booed up somewhere and they're not concerned about what's going on in the rest of the world you Mm -hmm. know world be damned we're we're in a relationship that was that was that was definitely us (laughs) yeah that was that was 100 percent us Mm -hmm. so i don't know i think it's important to have a balance i mean i do also think it's important to let that honeymoon stage of a relationship play out right 
but then there should also be some balance. Like, do you think it was a little bit of overkill, our whole situation in the beginning, just constant focus on just each other and the children? I don't want to make it seem like, you know, I don't think it was overkill. It was what it was. I mean, I've told you, I've said it before how I felt about you. So it wasn't overkill to me. It's just what it was supposed to be. We were just constantly together. I feel, and I feel that was a good. It's a good thing. I mean, that's how we got into, kind of got to know each other. That's how we, you know, dealt with each other and our moods and our habits and whatever and such. We just did the whole relationship thing in an accelerated rate. We just did it faster than most people. Most people maybe do a year or two and such. We got together, knew each other, hung out, and I think what. What was good about it is that this wasn't just me and you, and you just mentioned this. This is me, you, and your two kids at the time. Mm -hmm. So originally, it's me and you hanging out, and we're talking and everything. And with time, we kind of built up so that if it's not just me and you, then it's me, you, and the two kids. So that's where Family Friday comes out. That's where us hanging out. That's the kids come to my apartment and expect toys is up to be there because they're kids and there should be toys everywhere. It's like, <laughs> so I kind of feel like I was being indoctrinated into the family. So they, especially with the kids, because when you're dating somebody who's got children, you have to be careful. Mm -hmm. That's a big thing. So you don't just want to throw me to them. They don't know me. They need to get to know me. And so with that time that we spent together, I was there. They saw me. They got to know me. And I think that was, I think that was good so it wasn't like i would show up occasionally i was at your house a lot yeah yeah i came over a lot and maybe in some by sometimes by then they were in bed and if we went out then you know come home and it's like we get them up and of course they fake like they're sleeping so they can carry <laughs> into the house and all that our super fast courting thing was just the way it needed to be so at that point it wasn't that i didn't have friends i just wasn't really interested in talking to them at that time of course, I had to deal with that afterwards. Afterwards, then I'm like, oh, goodness, it's time to probably call them. I know. Them. Well, that was after we had already right. gotten married. Exactly. So at that point, yeah. they're like, wait, you got married? Yeah. And I remember telling we people that. even and invited? Like, what? Oh, that, <laughs> that reaction is hilarious to me. How many people? I was like, oh, hey, how you doing? What's going on? Oh, by the way, <laughs> I'm married. <laughs> Two kids. Here's my wife. <laughs> like Those were the best. Oh, those, those were the best. But um, yeah, but it wasn't this concerted effort to just kind of ignore friends. It was just, yeah, it was just, I, I don't know. At least I know on my side, it was probably a legitimate infatuation. I didn't really want to talk to anybody else. It was just me and you. And I was me, you, and the kids, but primarily you. And then everything that came with you, like your kids and your your siblings and your parents and just eventually meeting friends and such. But that was that was the first super really good relationship that I think I was that I got into. And I was I'm just going to enjoy this. So that's what it was. So. And you're still enjoying it. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. All right. OK, so moving along a little bit. So, you know, you get to the point where your friends meet your partner, whatever we want to call right. them, partner, spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, right. significant other. Mm -hmm. There you go. Right. Um, and let's say they don't like this person. Mm. They get a bad vibe or they're hanging out and they just kind of just don't feel like this is a good 
person for you. Mm-hmm. What is your response? It, there's a few, I guess, levels to that. One, it depends on how good of a friend the person is. True. And then two, why? What issue they have? If you're just some random acquaintance and you know, you know, I don't like that chick, but whatever, I, okay, whatever. I don't know you. I don't. Why? Whatever. I, I just met you at work. We we kind of hang out. Whatever. But if it's like a friend who I've known for years, and they're like, "Listen, I don't know. I, don't know. I would. I clearly. I would listen to what they would have to say. But I mean, if I'm like loving, if I'm in love with this person, I'm just gonna just say, "Listen, I hear you." Maybe I keep an eye out for whatever concerns you may have. But in the end, you know, most people are going to side or are going to stick with the person they, they want to be with or they think Very they want to be with. So, and we kind of glossed over this last episode where we were talking about in terms of, you know, if somebody says something, who are they going to believe, the yeah. friend or the significant other? But it's same. I think it's the same thing in this. A good friend, somebody that you trust, would tell you something, you're going to listen and maybe you take maybe you take it to heart. Maybe you don't. It. I think it really depends on who it is. Right? Yeah, I think I. Well, like we've talked about my past every so often on this show, mm-hmm. but um, you know, I've dated a lot of not the one guys, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. you know, I I think my friends have said things, you know, kind of in in passing, like eh, this guy. Bleh. I don't really think this is this is good. Like, are you happy? Oh, like uh, those oh. types of things. Mm. You know, if you're happy, I'm happy. Like Ooh. those those types yeah, of things where it's like, us. no, 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 you're really either. not happy. Okay, right. you okay. don't want me to talk to you about this ever again. Mm. Got it. Like, mm. we won't talk about my relationship. <laughs> but um, you know, I think in hindsight, sometimes your friends have your best interest in heart. And if they see that dude you're dating is a bum and is using you, Uh maybe you could keep an ear out and Mm -hmm. be like, oh, you know what? This person who will literally be around whether this relationship goes good or this relationship goes bad, Mm -hmm. maybe this is somebody I should, you know, listen to. But you're right. It does depend on how long they've been your friend. Like, is this somebody who, you know, genuinely would be able to read something like that right. for you somebody who's been with you through some stuff yeah so it seems like the friends that you maybe went through high school with who saw you with some bums and as you get older and you can be like they're like yeah this guy isn't good either and they can almost relate to relate to like previous experiences that you've had mm-hmm. this guy's like that guy you dated in high school whatever and exactly. he was a bum you don't want this guy you sure you're happy about this? Exactly. You're not just falling for the same kind of guy you did before, that type of thing. I feel like girls can do that. So I don't know. For if it's a guy, I feel like it's different. So for me, if I've been dating, you know, so me and you were dating, and some guy was like, one of my boys was like, yo, you know, it could have been like, yo, you sure you want to date, you know, somebody who's got kids or something? Or, you know, she, I'm not sure. I don't know if I like it as some vibe or something wrong. Like, legitimate concerns i can understand i can listen to at the same time i'm pretty black and white i say that it's been a while since i've said that on a pod so good but since i knew what i felt about you anybody could have said anything and i always listen i I, if you're a friend or a family somebody i will listen to what you have to say and you know i'll take it 
for what I think it is. And then I'll just go how I'm going to go with it. But um, it would take a really good friend to be like, you sure about this relationship? I don't know if she's really in it. Are you sure you want to involve yourself with somebody who's got kids? Is that what you want type of thing? So, again, it depends. It depends. And I don't think. I, I don't I can't say that. I think I had a friend or two who, if I had been communicating with them while we were dating and could have said that to me, I would have listened. It wouldn't have changed it, you know, the trajectory of our relationship. But Well, you were, had a lot of people. I but see that's family. I had yeah, I had a whole different group of people. Yeah, so it wasn't gonna be like the first time you heard right. it or something. Exactly. So it wasn't yeah. So family was like, What are you doing? Friends was, you know, friends, there were no friends to say anything. <laughs> there were no friends. But, right. But by then, that's, yeah, that wasn't a concern. But a good friend can say something, and that's them being a friend. They're not always there to just tell you what you want to hear. Sometimes it's what you need to hear. Yes. So, so that's the main part. That's right. like a real friend will right. tell you what you need to hear, right. not what you want to right. hear. And, you know, I'm not saying this is going to work out or it is, but this is what you need to consider. This is what you might be putting, you know setting yourself up for it. it's just what you really want because you kind of did this before and it didn't turn out well do you want to do this again that type of thing so it's good to have friends like that it just depends on what how seriously you're willing to take their suggestions or their opinions yes so. yeah it is um i mean there's also a flip side of this too mm-hmm. you might not like your significant other's friends. Mm, that's true. So then that's, so. that's a whole other thing. So what do you do then? That comes down to just what kind of relationship you're in. How deep is it? Why don't you like them? There's got to be, does this person just give you a bad vibe from the beginning? Were they just against you from door? Not a nice person. Why don't you like them? Or does your partner become like a different person around them? Is it like the wild friend mm, who's needs like a, a wing person uh, okay. and then they bring you out at night and they mm. get you drunk and you're like totally wasted every single time mm. you go out with this person, but you're like, come on, we got stuff to do the next day or whatever. Mm. You can't be hung over all day the next day. I don't know. And there, there are some people who are negative and toxic right. and will kind of suck the yeah. good stuff out of you. That person might be doing you a favor, though. In a case like that, and I've never had to experience that, but if I had a significant other and their friend, let's just say it was you. So let's just say it's me and you and you're you're dating and you're normal and you're great, whatever. But you have a friend and whenever you guys hang out, all kinds of chaos and all kinds of stupidity. I may not be a fan of the friend, but the friend is really showing another side of you. We're adults here. So I'm not really about to be sitting there and be mad at your friend. You, Peer pressure's a thing. Whatever. Listen, you have to decide. Listen, I mean, if it's if peer pressure is what's going to do that for you, then just I don't need to be your peer then. Wow. You're always ready to jump up out of something. Um, I'm not going to date so some, quick. I'm not going to date somebody who their friend Pedro comes in out of town. And I just pulled that name out, by the way. And so they come out and all of a sudden you're a drunken fool all the time when you hang out with this friend. That means that you're just looking for the opportunity to be a drunken fool. So it's the friend is the impetus, but you're following in line and doing it. So no. But I mean, I feel like we're we're different people at different times. And I may have said this before, but 
when I'm with you, I am a person. Although I am, you know, I am authentically me when I'm with you as well. There's a different Carice from Carice the wife when I'm out with my friends and we're sitting at a table and we're all laughing and, and talking about just you know, whatever, whatever it is that we're talking about. We have these ridiculous conversations that might be about absolutely nothing. And then I'm cursing like a sailor and we're, we're just whatever. It's a totally different person than wife. Of course, that's fine. And everybody has different facets of themselves, of course. But you can be a little bit more outgoing when you're not with me but not like a wayward drunk when you're not with <laughs> wayward me. drunk. If you're all of a sudden, if you're like a drunken fool who needs to be driven home all the time when you're not with me, then again, that's not your friends. That's you. So maybe that maybe those friends bring that out of you, but that it's still there. So I don't think I would really, I, I would recognize that your friends have an effect but I wouldn't assume that your friends are the reason. So I don't know, maybe I like your friends. Maybe I don't like your friends, but I don't like what I don't like more is what you become when you're with them. And that's on you, not that's not on them. Because even though, so what am I supposed to say? You'll listen, oh, you know, you're so nice. You know, the obedient wife and you're awesome and all that stuff. I am an obedient wife. But when I'm just going to use the same Pedro name just so we stick with it. So all of a sudden Pedro comes around and all of a sudden you don't listen to me. You don't make us dinner. You drunk and everything. I'm not going to be like, ew, like I don't want to see Pedro no more. And it's either me and Pedro. I'm not going to make this decision. It's not going to be, you have to decide what do you want to be? Because if that's where you are with that friend, I could get rid of Pedro. And then you could find another friend and that friend can could, could bring this other side of you out. So it's not entirely the friend. It's just that party personality. So what's the resolve on that? Do you just, you just out the door or is I'm not that trying something? To, but I'm not trying to leave. You make it seem I mean, like you I'm always so, trying to leave. I'm it not, sounded like you was like, you know, I don't need to be with you then. That's, that's no, no, no. <laughs> you see, you so extra. I like that. You just pull that out. You don't bring, there's no context. You just drop it in. You just want to leave. Look at that. Look at that. Look at the way you pick up that paper clip. I'm done. You know, always I'm ready to go. Always ready. That's not true. What I'm saying is that we have to decide in a case like that, you have to decide. In that situation that I brought up, you have to decide. Are you going to be that same person? So it is an ultimatum. It's not an ultimatum. It's a decision. It's a different ultimatum. It's a decision you have to make because it's not in your best interest. You're a family woman. You're a wife. Wow. You know? You're not just some. You're not just some twenty-one-year-old single mother out in the world, just on the streets doing whatever. Now, when back, was there ever now, a twenty-one-year-old single live. woman on the streets doing whatever? <laughs> now you a married woman with kids and a husband. You can't just be out, just gallivanting, doing whatever you want. You need to have some damn sense. Okay, there Sans. was never gallivanting, just going to say. Just... But for your hypothetical, <laughs> I think there's still an ultimatum lying in there. I don't think it's an ultimatum. It's not the ultimatum that I would have thought, because I thought in asking that question that you might have said, look, you know, I don't think you need to be hanging out with so-and-so, or, you know, so-and-so as your friend makes me a little uncomfortable. I wouldn't Instead, you're like, mm, maybe you shouldn't be drunk 
at you know yeah. three in the afternoon that, yes. stumbling in the house yes that that that's, that sounds like a pretty fair <laughs> request that you don't do it you make it seem like i'm ready to leave but if you you drunk at three o'clock walking in the house me leaving is not really an option for me but i don't think people would be mad at me if it was like oh damn it was three o'clock in the afternoon. The kids are probably on their way home from school. Chris was drunk, walking in the house. How she even get home? Did she drive home? Was it Pedro? Whatever happened? What I'm saying is that instead of placing the blame on your friend, I just say you. I'm not even trying to take your friend from you. Wow. I just want you to act right. So the friend can stay. That's see. That's the kind of loving husband. You just got to remain am. obedient. I, obedient. Yes, that's true. Obedient. And coherent. Let's not pull up in the house. Um, I'm blind, drunk, can't speak, don't remember the kids' names, car smashed, whatever. Have your friends. Have all that stuff. Just make sure that you're mature and safe when you do it. You got to come home to us at some point, right? That's fair. That's fair. I think so. I think That's so. fair. Yeah. Make so. a fair point. Okay. Mm -hmm. I've had that kind of a situation where I didn't like somebody significant other. It wasn't a family. It wasn't a friend. It was family. I had a cousin of mine who she was dating this guy who was just a, he's a bum. He's long on. This is like 10, 15 years ago, but he was just a bum. And it was obvious. And like, why are you even dealing with this guy? And it was apparent. And I mean, I never really said anything about it because in the end he shot himself in the foot. So it was his own issue. Did he literally shoot himself no, in the foot? No, 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 oh, okay. no. He was just Got one it. of those people that in the end was just going to mess up the thing and oh, he okay. did. Well, the so. story is much more interesting. But then did. randomly on a Wednesday, <laughs> what he did is he had a Smith & Wesson and he shot himself in the left foot and then the relationship died from then. No. I love it. I love it. <laughs> if only that's what happened. No, he was just not a cool, he was just not a good guy. He didn't seem really nice. And I could kind of tell, and I didn't even see him that much, but just from the time I saw him, I could tell he didn't seem like a good guy. So I didn't say anything. I just didn't feel like maybe it wasn't my place. But did you say anything after the fact once um, he shot himself in the foot? Um, I laughed at him when he shot himself in the foot because that's if good. Somebody that's the appropriate himself, response. You're damn right it is. You shoot yourself in the <laughs> foot, you deserve to be laughed at. Ha 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 ha. Well, gun regulations are definitely something that, you know, we need in place. And it's probably not the nicest to laugh at somebody who shot themselves in the foot. However, in that situation, it probably was appropriate. So, uh -huh. yes. You're holding a gun. You're pointing it at your foot. The safety's off. Your finger's on the trigger and you cocked it. You just, it's, you, either you dumb or you just I mean, shouldn't have a we feel bad for somebody for shooting? stupid? feel bad for the stupid um, <laughs> yes. um i don't know that's what you get i don't know those who are lesser in intelligence Should... who would do something like that i mean i feel like i feel for them empathy much empathy goes out well well there you go empathy nice i don't really feel that for them more important question is should the dumb have guns no but you know this is america yeah anybody can get a gun yeah. well not necessarily but you know yeah I... In Jersey, it's really difficult to get a gun. Yeah, that's right. So, but not, I could always cross the border, go to Pennsylvania, yeah. make it just a little bit easier for myself. But there is still a lot in place right. to get a gun. You can shoot and your, to maintain it. Yes, you can shoot yourself in the foot if you want to. Yes, very true. Or I could just go to like 
I was gonna say Newark, but you know, wow, I mean, uh, wow, I mean, okay, uh, yeah, don't do that. That's I mean, not uh, nice. talk about Brick City. Yeah, don't. Yeah, you don't know about Brick City. Don't need to start. Oh that. my gosh, so, here we go. Okay, so, so I've had a really, I've had a situation where I saw someone I was close to in a bad situation with a bad person. I didn't say anything. It worked out because they saw the light. Good. They jumped shit. Good for them. I know I was, you know, in the relationship that I was in, the one that I've talked about, I had people telling me, like, what the hell are you doing? That was terrible. And in cases like that, I, I listened, knew they were right. I just didn't heed their advice. And that's in the end. In a case like that, if you're a friend, the best thing you can do is tell the person. And then it's up to them. In the end, they have to make the decision. Yeah. So you just hope that. But that at least you, you put it out there, and exactly. I would only put it out there once. Right. It's not I don't so- need to hear every time that you talk to me, like you know, ugh, like when you're gonna leave. Right. That's, whoever. It's stuff you know. like that, especially if they find a way to work it out, because if they work it out, then that friend is just gonna remember you just nitpicking this friend, and then the significant other at that point will have heard that you your friend was saying all this, and that's going to scar that relationship. So your best bet is as a friend, you say it once, and then you let it be. And if it's bothering you that much or you feel like you can't keep quiet, then maybe you just step back a little bit, and you just kind of let things play out. Yeah. So. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on what you're willing to accept from friends. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, yes, we can. So I think overall, it's probably best to refine and make sure that you establish a solid foundation of friendship with your significant other, Mm. that person that you're trying to build something with and maintain a lasting relationship with, while not neglecting those who you have had a longstanding or, you know, otherwise significant relationship with. So you know, mm-hmm. become good friends with your partner or significant other or establish, you know, solid friendships that will withstand you disappearing for some time while you get to build that friendship with the significant other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes. Good call. Yes, I agree. I agree. It's good to it's good to start a new relationship, but it shouldn't, you know, endanger previous ones. Yeah. yeah. So you make an effort, you know, you that'll happen. Girls always say that, you know, they'll suddenly their girls will hang out with them because they were their man. And yes. The guy will say the same thing. Also, you guys, you know, I ain't seeing you. But I think guys I don't think take it too seriously. Not it's not as big a deal for guys. Like, all right, we know what you're doing. You hang out with your girl, whatever. But I feel like girls take it harder. It's like yeah. where you at? We used to hang out. Now you ain't got time for us no more. And you just with your man, you know, hugged up and all loved up with your man. What about us? I really think that's the younger girl so that younger generation because i think the older i get and the more busy my life gets where you know i've got business podcast husband four children job i've got all this stuff going on sometimes it it might be a while before you hear from me again as a friend but when i do speak to my friends we just pick up like you know yeah, you know, so they they forgive because everybody's busy at this point. You're getting older. Everybody has, you know, a wife or an, a husband or whatever. They're they're married. They're moved on. They've had children. Right. And so you get together when you can get together. But right. 
for yeah, the most got part. Things to do, man. Everybody's got something to do, yeah. someone to do. Yeah, and- exactly. <laughs> and so exactly. they're not, they not worried about where you yeah, at. Exactly. I'll catch you later. Exactly. I'll get you later. <laughs> but you can still catch up, you know, and pick up from right where you left off. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, since we're talking about friends and how we handle them, let's, before we end this, let's just throw something out there. So, completely off the bat. Is it a good idea for, we'll start with the ladies and then we'll come back to the guys. Is it all right for you to date one of your friend's exes? Absolutely not. You shouldn't even look at your friend's ex. If you look at your friend's ex, you're wrong. You should shoot yourself in the foot. Shoot yourself in the foot? I mean, you might as well. You already did one thing that was stupid. Now you're going to do something else that's stupid. Wow. Wow. That was pretty. There was there was no even thought about that. No, we that. don't have to think about that. No. Wow. You don't date your friend's ex. Wow. You don't even ask to date your friend's ex because, you know, she'll say yes, maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. If she says yes, like, oh, you know, I'm not worried about him. I don't really want him or whatever. Mm-hmm. She might say that. But, you know, she's plotting your death. Wow. She's trying to figure out how she can wow. dispose of your body. Wow. So uh, I would say don't even go for it, you know? All right. All right. I'm All trying right. to live. I'm yeah. trying to live. So if by some chance we had gotten divorced or something, mm-hmm. and then one of your friends was like, you know, years after, had been like, oh, you know, I happened to run into Harvey at Whole Foods. How you run into Harvey at the cemetery? Because we was at Whole Foods. Oh, that's right. If we get divorced, <laughs> I'm going to die. That, I had forgotten about those terms. But let's just say we was at Whole Foods. And we you know we just like, hey, how you doing? Long time we'll see. And then a little something, a little spark, you know, something happened there. Would you would you be okay? Like years after we were divorced. A so. little spark? I don't know. It's just a situation. No, that's not cool. That's, Why would you even think that that's cool? Why I, that's I, not, I, hypothetically I, not cool. Now I'm wondering what friend you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not thinking about any friend. Uh-huh. It was just a. It was just. That's why you women are the best. It's a hypothetical. Now you're plotting my death based on something that never happened. Nobody's plotting. Yes, you are. I seen the look in your eye. Seriously, I just the don't get stabbed look just came up on your face. I mean, that is genuinely life advice. Right, and I'm feeling it right now. Okay, like good. it was just a question. So, you know, so it was stabbings just, are not good. Right. I don't think it's as big of a deal for guys though. No? I mean, no, and I think, and, and, and I'm not saying that it's. Well, that, have you had a friend date your ex? No, I haven't had a friend date my ex. No, I definitely haven't had a friend date my ex, but I certainly have hung out with a friend's ex. We didn't date, but we might have, you know, had extracurricular activities. And that was cool. Your friend was cool uh, with that. Originally, he wasn't cool with it, but then wow. afterwards, you he was like. Care? What do you mean I didn't care? You didn't what is care? that mean? You said originally he wasn't no, cool what I'm with saying, it and you didn't care. No, you just so, carried on anyway. So what I'm saying is that I hung out with this girl. Things occurred. And then I told dude about it. He's like, what? It took him a few minutes. He's like, okay, you know, you're not dating her. I'm like, no, 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 no. I was just, no that's not my girl. But, you know, she was my girl that evening. That type wow, of thing. Wow, Harvey B. Hoeing, go ahead. Not hoeing two consenting adults. Agreed. Not always. Okay. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> oh my god. No, no, no. So it was just, and this girl, I was never interested in this girl while she was with the friend. 
So it wasn't like there was, I never made a move, nothing like that happened, but they were done. And then long afterwards, we hung out and then, you know, stuff went down and it was just not, and then not like it led to something afterwards and we didn't just start dating or something afterwards. It was just kind of like a one, two, still not two, cool. three night thing. Like we hung out. We did one, it. two, three like, night thing like now, a Harvey? Few, a few times. Oh, God. But then we told, I told dude, he's like, if, like real quick when I told him, he's like, well, well, then he's like, whatever and it was never an issue that's terrible it's not terrible i'm I'm gonna just let you know that that's terrible it's not a one two three night thing that's that that to me that made it even easier because it wasn't even the possibility of a relationship it was purely physical it's not okay i mean it's not okay i mean it wasn't okay how about this it's not right but it's okay no you're not gonna make it anyway. Okay. <laughs> Look at you. I'm so proud of you. Picked up that reference. Good job, baby. So yeah, in a case like that. But I think that's kind of guy code too, that you're not really supposed to yeah. do that. But you hadn't read the manual at that I, point. Not she no. I mean, we kind of got together. She was cute like those wow. few days. It was just wow. Yeah. Don't worry, you know, I bought him a beer or two. We discussed it and we okay, moved on. So the moral of the story is don't do it. Don't be friends with Harvey. That's not true. Well, you could be <laughs> friends with me now. Fine. I'm married. If I did attempt to go out and do something, my wife would kill me. Nobody so, has threatened your life. All I have said is don't get stabbed. Don't get stabbed. Stabbings are bad. Uh, you never know when a stabbing can occur. You I know, can, I, I don't can, think anybody has ever planned out a stabbing or being stabbed. I think so, I you know, avoid situations. Would, uh-huh. Where right, I feel like stabbing I could predict, might occur. I could predict when I would get stabbed. Like if I were to just mess with some woman and you found out, I feel like pretty soon after you found out, a stabbing would occur. I'm just saying these might be two separate events that or happen it, coincidentally. Coincid- doesn't mean whatever. Doesn't mean that there is any association directly with me. Okay, or it could be you stabbing people just cause. Just saying. No, no, it's all right. Either way. It was just, I just thought it was an interesting question because we're talking about friends and, you know, how we will, how will they relate and how important they are in relationships. But just what happens, how good of a friend are they if you were, are you considering messing with somebody they dealt with in the past? And so clearly as women, don't do it. As guys, you probably shouldn't do it. But you could survive doing it as a guy, probably not as a woman because... Are you still friends with that guy? Am I still friends with that guy? I'm no, and it's not because of that. Okay. It's just because just we, it's one of those things where I was friends with him, and you've got friends that you, you know, people you've been friends with, but with just with time, you kind of just separate and just kind of fell apart. Yeah. But that's not no. If I called him right now, or if I knew his number and called him, we'd be cool and we would. Talk. I mean, because now he's well over it. I'm sure, but would that be the case for women? Um, no. Exactly. Yeah, I don't get over. You stuff. always remember that. Mm-hmm. Like, uh uh-huh. yeah. I can't trust her. Mm-hmm. I can't trust her mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Okay. No. Well, we neither one of us have to worry about that. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess technically you one of your friends could pull up and say, You're gonna date such and such. I mean What? If one of your one of your girlfriends came to you, oh, I saw such and dude you used to date. I saw such and such and we won't say Whole Foods. We saw such and such at at Shoprite, and he was picking grapefruits, and I picked a grapefruit, and we started talking, and sparks flew. Would you mind if I dated such and such? I know y'all dated five, six years ago. 
No. Now that yes, you're ha- I totally well, not mind. five, six years ago because you've been with me, but I, I, mean, I completely mind. Okay. So like you didn't, whether it was do- like 15 years ago, really? And she still or like 15 days ago. What? I still wow. mind. Okay. Because in all of that time, he's been just pining away over me. And that is how he should, you know, go out in this world, just pining away. Okay. So let's, okay. So let him live that life. Let him. Okay. That longing. Desire, yes. I understand that because I know many a man has, you know, is just out there just waiting for me to mess up so they can come slide in and be Carice's husband. They would buy the shirt, don't they, get stabbed. Yeah, they would get, yeah, of course. But they're not going to get the chance because you're not going anywhere. All righty. All right. So I think this has been a really good episode. I've learned a lot. I hope you have learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I think we can wrap this up by saying love is camaraderie. I like that word. Camaraderie. Try spelling that. Mm -hmm. Love is camaraderie. Mm. Love is many things. But this good love is black. Thanks for listening to the Love is Black podcast. Please help support the podcast by subscribing and leaving a review. And connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Love is Black Podcast. See you next week.